Today, the 11 Republicans who helped the Senate Democrats raise the debt ceiling once again. Another bad jobs report for Joe Biden. But don't worry, he's blaming the unvaccinated on the bad economy. We've got a lot coming up today, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. It is Friday and I am Sarah Gonzalez, just here here to go along with the ride uh, with these two gentlemen, Blaze TV contributors, both Yaku Buyans, host of the Yaku Buyans show, and Eric July, host of For Canon's Sake. You can find both of them on YouTube now, I believe. Yes. Right? You were taking a YouTube hiatus, yeah. but you're back now. Boxed, I won, now we're back. There you go, there you go. And of course, uh, he, you do like, I don't know how you do so many YouTube videos. <laughs> a day. I'm like, wow, that yeah. is a lot. You do a lot it's, of content. It's work, it's work. It Good is job. work. It's a job, a lot of people think my job is like fake. Right. But it's not. But it's yeah, not. It's not. It's a real job. Um, all right. So make sure that you are following both of these men. Subscribe to their channels. They have got a lot of amazing content there for you. But um, I'm a big fan of your content on this show as well. Yes. Which I am excited to hear from you on these topics of the day. So 11 Republicans uh, helped overcome a procedural hurdle to allow the Senate Democrats to vote to raise the debt ceiling by $480 billion. We talked about this briefly yesterday on the show. Uh, this was, you know, they had been in talks of an agreement. They had the number that they wanted. And by the way, this is only going to get you uh, as a country to December 3rd. So congratulations with your $480 billion uh, that we'll spend in less than two months. So the measure was approved by the Senate yesterday. It is going to increase the statutory debt limit, and it is going to now the bill will head to the House of Representatives. Obviously, once it passes through both houses, it will go to President Biden for him to sign Obviously, he will sign it. Um, and 61 senators, this included 11 Republicans, voted yesterday evening to overcome a filibuster on it to allow the Senate Democrats to do this. These were 11 GOP lawmakers, including, of course, Mitch McConnell uh, and uh, let's see, Barrasso, uh, Blunt, Capito, Collins, Cornyn. Yeah from Texas, who we knew was worthless. I don't know why he hasn't gotten thrown out yet. Uh, Murkowski, Portman, Rounds, Shelby, and uh, Thune. So, uh, you know, it, it's really, really hard um, to be a conservative these days because you get leadership like this and you're just like, why am I even trying? Why am I even trying? We talk about this all the time. We try to uh, put it into practice as much as we can. And somehow we still keep electing these people who think that it's a good idea to raise the debt ceiling or just work with the Democrats on anything right now, I think. Um, the Democrats have gone crazy with power and they're not going to be reined in by uh, all of these worthless Republicans who are like, yeah, that's fine. Let's, you can raise the debt ceiling again. What, I mean, what is another 480 billion, uh, you know, trillions of dollars? What's the difference at this point? Uh, let's see. Chip Roy said uh, just over two months ago, Leader McConnell was the first signature saying we will not vote to increase the debt ceiling. Guess they forgot the, well, except for a half a trillion dollar short term increase. If Schumer yells filibuster, boo, race to the NRSC fundraiser, guys. Um, now, I do want to get your thoughts on this 
But I want to play first. I want to play Joe Manchin's reaction to uh, Chuck Schumer talking about passing this bill once they had once they had passed it. Um, Chuck Schumer is discussing, but I want to, I think, is guys, is this not the one where Joe Manchin is in the background reacting? Okay. Okay. So this is Chuck Schumer, uh, but pay attention to Joe Manchin in the background as Chuck Schumer hails this, uh, this, this passing watch. Leader McConnell and Senate Republicans insisted they wanted a solution to the debt ceiling, but said Democrats must raise it alone by going through a drawn out, convoluted and risky <laughs> reconciliation process. That was simply unacceptable to my caucus. And yesterday, Senate Republicans finally realized that their obstruction was not going to work. I thank, very much thank, my Democratic colleagues for our showing our unity in solving this Republican manufactured crisis. Uh, he went on to say, this is, cr you could see him mouth, this is crazy. And um, apparently, Joe Manchin told Chuck Schumer that the speech was, quote, effing stupid, <laughs> according to four sources. And then Manchin went on to complain to reporters as well. So it's a little bit tense uh, in the Democrat Party, but it doesn't matter because they have the Republicans allowing them to get away with whatever the hell they want to get away with at the end of the day. Look, for Manchin to call anyone stupid, because there's not much up there with Manchin to start with. There's not much intellect there anyway, right? Hey, apparently he's like the only step away from the Democrats completely ruining the Republic. Well, so I mean, he's, he's, a, a, he's, a, he's a swing vote. I give him a little bit, but <laughs> I, I need way more from the GOP than this. Yeah. McConnell is looking exactly like Schumer. You can't tell him apart. So we knew McConnell would be on that list. But Cornyn, we got to take we got to take a bat to this issue mm -hmm. with Cornyn. You're from Texas, buddy. Your name should not be on a list like that ever, ever. Should, you should be embarrassed if you're in the GOP and your name is on any one of those lists. You should put your head in the sand, resign, run for the hills, call your mom and apologize that you're an embarrassment. You know, <laughs> you know call your constituents. You, you shouldn't have any of our names on there. Now, the debt ceiling, you saw the president kind of crossing his fingers like this, right? Saying, I hope, I hope we raise the debt ceiling. You know, and I said... He knows something. He's like, I hope the GOP plays ball with us. I hope no one holds us accountable. There's zero accountability. We said it in the show a week or so ago. When, when will we ever see accountability for the left? There's nothing. Leave troops behind. Okay, we have a hearing. Uh, the president knew. He did a bad job. Okay, all done. There's, there's nothing concrete where someone actually fries. Right? We're going to raise the debt ceiling. Okay, we'll help you. Yeah. Because we're on your team. Because the president crossed his fingers. And, you know, we play nice. You know, the nice guy loses in this battle in Washington, D.C. So it's sickening to know that it is actually happening on the hands of the GOP. We don't push back. Ever. And listen, I'm not a big fan of tribalism uh, in and of itself. But, I mean, when you're talking about a party who has such a radical agenda, it's just hard for me to believe that the right thing to do is to work with with the other side when you know that the other side if the roles were were reversed would absolutely oh. never never give this the time of day they would always be in lockstep with each other it's always the republicans who cave because they're a bunch of sissies which tells you that they're, th they're complicit more than anything yeah. because they know that and despite that they still do it so yeah. the only other conclusion is to come to is that they're in on it now, McConnell, being God's leader, is, is freaking hilarious. But 
that goes to show how jacked that party is, and it has been. Because what's going to end up happening is that we're going to move on from this. Um, who knows what the next issue, whatever mm-hmm. massive spending bill that they're going to go out there and uh, uh, go support. And we'll forget about it. M- McConnell has done this literally his entire career, his entire political career. And yet he's still there. Like you mentioned, he has a fraud for anything. It's not just him. It's a lot of these guys. And that's why the GOP, I rag on, obviously, probably the most out of anybody on Blaze Network. But there's a reason for that, because they have the uh, the, the, the base that claims to value liberty yeah. so much. I can utter I'm an, 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 a libertarian, more precisely, an anarcho-capitalist. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, I can go discuss with people that would generally support the GOP capitalism. They won't clutch their pearls faint on the couch concepts of liberty that's all awesome don't tread on me flags all these sort of concepts that are intertwined with what liberty is i've said many times before and this is yet another example that every time republicans govern like democrats yet they campaign as if they are one of us in being libertarians and people that value liberty but every election cycle, two to four years, what's going to happen? These guys are going to come up to some sort of vote that may be closer than what they like to think that it is. And every time, well, we can't let the Democrats win. Mm. We can't let the Democrats win. So we must support uh, G- GOP. If you don't support the GOP, then you are part of the problem. And the Democrats still win every single time. This country has moved closer and closer and closer to absolute state socialism. And the GOP has either been completely complicit or they've been just an utter failure in terms of stopping it. The minute that the people that go support these quests actually realize that and start holding these people to the fire, that's when you start getting solutions. Yeah. And that's when you start getting a GOP, which would more libertarians will be, that are politically involved, not necessarily myself, will be more inclined to support like Thomas Massey, like uh, in terms of the Senate, uh, we talk about Rand Paul. And of course, his father, who was in the House, which a lot of GOP hate, and of course, you guys wanted another guy who tends to vote right along with them, Mitt Romney. Instead, you wanted that guy. Instead, you didn't yes. get it wrong. Like this is a serious conversation. I don't say this just to rag on Republicans. I'm saying, do you want a solution or not, mm-hmm. or are we just gonna fall for the bait and switch? Are you guys gonna fall for the bait and switch when they're gonna give you another line where they like, oh, made fun of some leftists like AOC, and then you just forget about these entire voting records and what they've done? Not just this last year, McConnell has been forever, but especially in this. This last year and some change, the amount of crazy stuff, including your last president, in terms of what he voted for, in terms of spending efforts, which Donald Trump was utterly terrible on, but you don't hold his feet to the fire because why he owns the libs. It's almost like people are more interested in combating them and just being on the opposite side or seeming like they're on the opposite side of leftists as opposed to, to actually advocating liberty. Until you address the people that you go support, this problem will continue to persist. But don't worry, I'll be here to call it out and you get mad at me. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. OK, so I have a question. And I, Eric, I feel you getting a little bit heated. So I just no, want I like you to it. know I meet I, I come in peace with this, in with peace. this question. OK. okay. okay? How do we get better libertarian candidates? Because I like I love the ones that you just mentioned that are Republican but lean libertarian. But 
historically speaking, they're kind of kooky, right? I disagree. The ones that weren't kooky were Ron Paul, and the ones that weren't kooky like were his were his. Uh, his son, which people more so started to support right now. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about partyism. Okay. I'm a okay. libertarian. My libert my li I'm glad you asked that yeah. because a lot of people think libertarianism equals libertarian party. Okay. I'm not a member of I don't even I don't even support so this entire process. I'm more talking libertarian about people, Republicans. I'm talking about libertarians regardless of what they call themselves okay. a, a allying with. Yeah. We're not libertarianism does not equal part the party didn't start or rather the concept of libertarianism did not spark did not start with this party that's one of the unfortunate things that a lot of people don't seem to realize so i'm talking about people that value liberty mm -hmm. people that call themselves uh libertarians there are people that are there mm -hmm. they've even ran for president you've had one at least every single election cycle since 2008 and you did not want him instead you wanted the guys that were more witty more classic suit and tie pretty and prissy you wanted Mitt, Mitt Romney you wanted those old school guys uh, like a uh, John McCain that's who you guys wanted you wanted Trump because he owned the libs and you got more spending worse spending efforts with him than you ever got with anybody before him but you let him pass why because he has R next to his name and he owns the libs I'm saying that a lot of this problem we can rag on McConnell all day long and all these people they've been doing what they've been doing it's the people that support these quacks every two and four years just because they don't want the Democrats to win will they still win so liber liberty minded people are there they may be few and far between but they're there you just utterly neglect them it might not be the guys that the other conservative networks will put in your face but they're there best believe me just go look into it yeah uh, all right well I'm gonna Cool me off. I'm going to cool, him. Yeah, cool him fan, off. Please, yeah. Get a fan right there, please. Hey, how about a bottle of wine for you, Eric? <laughs> uh, I want to thank our sponsor. We've got more to come, but let's thank our sponsor, Bonner Wine. And if you know me and you watch the show, you know that I always have a bottle of wine nearby, most specifically Bonner, because uh, what the folks do over at Bonner is they make these delicious wines over in the mountains of Argentina. They're, they grow their grapes at around 9,000 feet. This is like the most isolated wine region in the world. Uh, it's not going to take you long to realize once you pop open a bottle what you are dealing with here. It is a wine like no other. You're going to smell wonderful notes of blackberry, leather, smoke, a little dark cherry. And the best part is that it's not an insane price. You're not going to pay the inflated prices that all of the big box wine stores make you pay. There's no middleman. You're going to them direct. So you're getting these amazing wines you cannot find anywhere else at a truly reasonable price. You got to go to calgirlwine2021.com. You will get 50% off of the wine and 50% off of the shipping. I love this. It pairs great with a medium rare steak if you would like as well. That is calgirlwine2021.com. There is another dismal jobs report for Joe Biden that just was released today. Uh, apparently, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, women in Joe Biden's America lost 26,000 jobs in September. Um, and this is so let's take into account aside from the months of March and April 2020, which was when coronavirus was first shutting everything down. Uh, this is the uh the, that was the first time women had lost jobs in America since May of 2011. And of course, as we know, President Trump had been slowly building up uh, not just women who were employed, but also minorities, uh, you know, blacks, Hispanics, everyone, I, Asians, I believe everyone was working. Everyone had employment numbers up. 
and then everything shut back down. And of course, we saw uh, the Biden administration take all of this credit for getting all of these people. More people are back to work. We added this many jobs in this uh, amount of time, even though those jobs were added because they shut everyone down. And naturally, when you open things back up, you are going to add jobs to the economy. Um, I don't see it on here, but I think it was like 180,000 jobs actually lost during this jobs report. And still, you have Joe Biden out there. Honestly, I I just have to give him credit for just standing upright and uh, delivering any sort of remarks at this point in time. But today, Joe Biden on the jobs report, uh, twisting it much differently than when you actually read it on paper. Watch. The monthly totals bounce around, but if you take a look at the trend, it's solid. On average, 600,000 new jobs created every month since I took office. And in three months before I got there, that was one-tenth what was being created. It's 60 to 60,000 as opposed to 600,000 jobs a month. In total, the job creation in the first eight months of my administration is nearly five million jobs. Jobs up. Wages up, unemployment down. That's progress. And it's a tribute to the hard work and resilience of the American people for battling through this pandemic, working to keep their businesses afloat. And I mean, I want to just just to just to give some additional perspective here. You've got all of these left-leaning media outlets who are even saying things like, uh, you know, you heard Joe Biden say this was a significant improvement. And of course, he says, well, you know, the the monthly numbers bounce around a little. So who wants to pay attention to the details? But you even have the liberal media. You have The Hill saying that it was way below expectations. You have CNBC saying it, it was it came up short. You have CNN saying it was another disappointment. And you have NPR saying job growth slows sharply. So even the liberal media has to admit this is way below expectations. And uh, there you have Joe Biden like, guys, we're doing so great. Don't believe your eyes. Don't believe don't believe your own eyes. Don't believe your own ears. I'm telling you, your authoritarian president, that we're doing great and you better believe it or else I'm going to stab you with another booster shot. Yeah. I, know, I just wanted to throw that part. I'm in. so glad you did. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah, you did. Go. I'm going to argue this, right? If we really do an audit, an actual forensics audit, right? There's no job growth. There's zero. There's a big difference between job growth and a job restoring a job that once was Mm -hmm. that you killed. And now I'm saying, welcome back to your job. That's not job growth. That's not a job increase. That's just restoring the equilibrium on the job. What a, what a, you know, beautiful privilege to compare your job numbers to the middle of a pandemic. Right, right. That's, such, that, right. that's, that's right. nice. When the government literally shut everyone down. And that's amazing. Well, did you see what the numbers were in November or in July? I mean, we're better. You know, the people who you basically furloughed in July is now back mm-hmm. at their job. There's zero job growth. I would argue we're in a negative cycle. Yeah. We can't hire people. Go to any job in your town and they'll say, we can't hire employees. Our ships are sitting in the harbor in L.A. The Gulf is a, is a nightmare at the moment. Okay, you think L.A. is bad. The Gulf is underreported. Ships can't come in. People not working. And then what is he? He throws in a little caveat. We're going to keep your jobs afloat. Yeah, entitlement program. So you don't have to hire people. We'll pretend that the numbers are great because we're just bringing jobs back 
back for where people once had them and actually we're diminishing it we're raising the debt ceiling we're raising the minimum wage no one wants to work we got our welfare program is on steroids that's what i want to measure let's measure the welfare program the 30 million americans now that's basically on welfare mm -hmm. right dependent on the government that should send so raise the debt ceiling 3.2 trillion package and your welfare program through the roof welcome socialism hello yeah. we're already there yeah it's not coming we're there we're being hoodwinked which is why i get mad at the gop because we're supposed to be a check and balance mm -hmm. you've got two parties we can argue whether there should be two parties or not but it's checks and balances there's no checks and balance it's just off we go mm -hmm. the left wants this i guess we'll just write for the train and even the young ones like cawthorn the young guys coming in, right? And they're so young coming into Congress now. They're even v voting the red, whatever, the red flag bill or whatever. They just kind of sort of just find their way to jump on the ship, right? I'm looking for spine yeah. to get back into the GOP. It's people with spine, people with chutzpah that will say, let's go to battle. Yeah. for the people. And uh, to, to one of the points that you made there, Yaku, uh, I believe the, the number of job openings are still well above the number of job hires. Correct. So, I mean, the, the people are not working. There is something very wrong here, especially when you listen to the president's comments. All completely positive, all totally fine. Uh, in fact, Eric, I want to get your thoughts, and then I, I want to play a clip of the president actually saying, no, 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 it's actually the unvaccinated fault. Uh, that the economy is, you know, taking a hit. Wait, I, I thought you just said the good. economy was fine. I thought jobs were fine. The economy's fine. Inflation's only temporary. Which one is it, Grandpa Joe? Unbelievable. Look, that's how, I mean, this is not anything that's new. People mess around with the term like unemployment and unemployment rates and doesn't actually take into account how many people have completely left the job market or if right. not, you know, if they've stopped looking or whatever it is. So, yeah, if it goes down, you think of it as good, but not all the time is that actually synonymous to what's actually happening, which is why I love that you mentioned, like if they actually looked at it in more detail, which some people have. No, it's, it's, it's stagnant at best. And at worst, it's actually trending mm -hmm. down. What you got over the last year has shown you you and some change that why UBI, those guys that love old Andrew Yang, why that would be an absolute disastrous policy. Because if you promise people money, you incentivize them basically, uh, certainly to not work. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of people because of these multiple stimulus stimulus packages, which are being lined up from, I mean, big businesses on down to the individuals uh, checking into like some of the unemployment, which some states in order to try to get people back to work. We saw that out of like Montana, which are like cutting the federal unemployment off just so they could try to get people yeah. Uh, back to work. There are so many good, like legitimate, good paying jobs that are out there right now that are going virtually unfilled. Why? Because people would rather not work. Mm -hmm. And then you couple that, which as what we're about to watch with uh, Joe Biden, the fact that there is uh, this sort of, all right, we will fire people because they are not vaccinated, no matter what industry that they're in. I think that has just a little bit to do because that's a significant uh, portion of the uh, of the population. It has something to do with why certain roles uh, aren't being filled. So you have multiple things that are working against each other that will slow, of course, any sort of growth. And it just shows the dangers of welfare statism, as Jacob uh, mentioned, as well as just government authoritarianism, tyrannical control of marketplaces and not allowing individuals to just, you know, 
get to work. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mentioned this clip of Joe Biden. So here is Joe Biden yesterday, of course, talking about vaccines, trying to push more people uh, to get vaccinated, mentions that not only are the unvaccinated, though, I guess that were like the problem, all of the problems in the entire world are because of us. Apparently, it's amazing. Uh, everyone is scared to go anywhere. In fact, we are the ones who are making the economy take a hit because we won't be vaccinated. But the vaccine really works, guys. It really works. It, it's just that it, wait, well, I can't explain it to you because it doesn't make any freaking sense. Here's Joe Biden. We're headed in the right direction if we don't, if we keep our eye on the ball here. We still have a long way to go. The fact is, this has been a pandemic of the unvaccinated, unvaccinated. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units. The unvaccinated okay. patients are, are leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or it's a, a lie. cancer it's a operation. Lie. And so much more because they can't get into the ICU, they can't get into the operating okay. rooms. The unvaccinated also put our economy at risk because people are reluctant to go out. Think about this. Oh. Even in places where there is no restriction on going to restaurants and gyms and movie theaters, people are not going. And anywhere near the numbers because they're worried they're going to get sick. Why would you be worried that you are going to get sick if the vaccine works? And if the vaccine works, why do you need all of the unvaccinated people to get it? And by the way, if uh, hospitals are overloaded right now, maybe you should consider not making the nurses who can treat patients not have a job Mm -hmm. by kicking them to the curb, even though they were completely fine and hailed as heroes last year when they came to work every day and there was no vaccine. Mm. But yeah. What do facts matter here? But and I want to get your thoughts. I do want to get your thoughts. But let me just just for fun. Uh, I want to play Joe Biden um, j- late later. This this is within the same. Uh, I don't know how many minutes, but certainly the same day. Here's Joe Biden. I don't know what he's saying. He's talking about Ohio and then Pennsylvania and then calling himself Ohio, Pennsylvania. I don't really know. Watch. And the Ohio, Pennsylvania, the Ohio, Pennsylvania, from Pennsylvania, the uh, the uh, the Illinois president uh, of the uh, Don Harmon. So this is the guy who's going to tell me that I'm the problem. I don't accept that. Yeah, I just don't accept that. This guy can't get through a sentence and make any coherent point, which, by the way, I mean, he's obviously on a teleprompter. He still can't do it. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that I'm the problem. Nah. Yeah, a couple of things, and I skipped over one thing. A couple of things. So, President Biden, you want to tell me that the 75,000 fans at a football stadium that's afraid to go out, that's yelling F Joe Biden. Uh, excuse me? They, they they're, saying, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. You can believe whatever you want to. You mean they're afraid to go out? Or, or you know, the, the only people that are afraid to come out are the people who come to your rallies. They're the ones that are afraid to come out. They're the ones who don't support you, number one. Secondly, the majority of nurses in our country are women. So by default, yes. you're firing a lot of women. Right. Oh, there's a trend here. 26,000 female jobs lost. Hear me today, and I've said it to you, in sex trafficking and everything we see, this administration is as anti-women as we've ever had in history. Mm-hmm. There's never been one worse than this, okay? Mm-hmm. Whether you talk about the women, most babies aborted are girls, or sex traffic victims are girls. I had a family member this morning that called me and said she got called in by her job and said, um, we're going to replace, we're going to you know, advertise your job because we need a man for the job. 
Okay, a different skill set? No, just a man. This administration is breeding a culture with a female vice president, right? Mm. Now, juxtapose that with Ivanka Trump and Women Matter and fighting for women's rights and fighting for women employment and female-owned businesses and all, you know, regardless of your race and ethnicity, it's been a complete swing. So my question is this, when do Americans, the women, wake up? When do Americans wake up and go, it's actually on our hands? Cornyn is on our hands. He was elected. Yeah. Yeah. So who do we blame ultimately? Ultimately, the bottom line, which by the way is my podcast, subscribe to the podcast, the bottom line. Who do we ultimately blame? It's on us. We elect these idiots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we've got more to come. I would love to continue that conversation, but uh, we got to take a break here. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. Uh, what I am holding right here is a banana cream pie marshmallow built puff, which is only one of the most amazing things you are ever going to taste in your life. And by the way, it's good for you. It's uh, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only five grams of sugar. These are gluten-free. They are just, I'm telling you, you're going to feel like you're cheating and you're going to send me mail and you're going to be like, Sarah, I don't, I don't believe this. I don't believe you. These are fake wrappers. They're fake labels. They've got to be way more calories than this because they taste too good to be a healthy protein bar. And I'm going to tell you, I told you so. All right. So if you have not yet gotten your Built Bar, you got to go to their website, uh, get a mix box if you want to try all of their different regular flavors. But they've always got these new flavors coming out. They'll send you emails about it. And you are going to want to go there as soon as possible because oftentimes they sell out very quickly. You got to go to Built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll get 15% off of your order over at B-U-I-L-T-Built.com. Uh, The New York Times, just to wrap up this uh, COVID conversation, the New York Times issued a lengthy correction after numerous mistakes in an article about coronavirus vaccinations for children, including the like insane exaggeration of coronavirus hospitalizations among United States children. So uh, this was an article that documented how the United States is forging ahead on full vaccination for children while other countries are experimenting with just one shot after weighing the risks, which, by the way, I believe it's Finland, Sweden and, and Norway, Denmark, Denmark. Denmark mm-hmm. uh, who have all halted the uh, the vaccine for children. Well, young men, people born after 1991, I believe yeah, one year, which is, I, I just missed it. Oh my gosh! Here we go again, Eric. I know. We know. I always You're have to brag about one. my age. I know. You're the youngest one I, at the I, table. It's we it's know. All I got, man. It's all I got. <laughs> I have to brag about it. Um, but uh, all of these other countries are not not just like oh, just experimenting with just one shot after weighing the risks. No, they're actually seeing the same issues that our own people here saw. They just were like, eh, it's totally fine. We'll just put a warning label. We'll just stick a warning label on it. And you know what? You decide. But we're definitely going to continue to push you to be vaccinated. But uh, so they said health officials in those countries are particularly worried about increasing data, suggesting that myocarditis and inflammation of the heart may be more common among adolescents and young adults after vaccination than had been thought. Uh, So in it, she she put all like how bad the coronavirus pandemic had been. And she wrote that uh, 900,000 children had been hospitalized in the United States due to covid from August 2020 to October 2021. Uh, Well, you know, she was just a little off. It was actually um, just 63,000. So 
it was just, I mean, you know. Just a little Who bit. doesn't, well, look, when you're reading the numbers, who doesn't get 900,000 <laughs> confused with 63,000? They look so similar yeah, yeah. when you're looking honest, at them. It's honest mistake. Yes. Yeah, right. So here's, so here's what the correction said. It said the, that they misstated the number and gave those numbers. And then it said, in addition to wildly overestimating child hospitalizations, the article misreported how Sweden and Denmark were dealing with child vaccinations and misreported on the timing of a meeting of health officials about child vaccines. So basically, the whole thing was Fake total news. BS. Total BS. Uh, but how many people will read the correction? Who knows? The damage has already been done. It's hard to believe at this point that it's not in, entirely intentional. Eric, I'm going to go to you first. Look, it, it's these guys here. I mean, I, when I, I did read that article, she's also whiffed on that same person that I believe wrote that article mm -hmm. was talking about back in the gap, the lab leak and how it was rooted in racism. If you suggested yes. that uh, that happened in China, it was the same person, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, a theory can have racist roots and still yeah. gather reasonable same person, along Same the way. person. So mm -hmm. it's almost like this isn't an actual a journalist or a reporter or anything this is just a propagandist which is why i would argue that now in this day and age unless you work for programs such as our uh platforms such as ourselves being a journalist these days is of the lowest and the low i yeah. think i'd put like prostitution and drug dealers actually above them in terms of being more noble considering the, this hot crap that we've uh, been put in by way of these guys but yes Child hospitalizations is almost statistically insignificant in terms of the comparison of them getting it, catching it, and being hospitalized and or dying. Yet for whatever reason, these people are lining up trying to get these people jabbed. It doesn't make any sense. You mentioned this isn't news about this suggested raise or risk in myocarditis right. and pericarditis in young people. This isn't a new thing. They've known this. It's just now all of a sudden it's happening often enough for people to say we cannot ignore it. Look, I know there's a lot of people that may watch this and hate us and think that there's zero risk being associated with taking that vaccine that and because they use the term safe and effective. That doesn't mean anything. Yes, there is a risk to assume, and that's basically what all of this is. Why on Which earth, there is with any medication. Which there is with the any medication. But why on earth would you have a demographic that almost doesn't respond to this, uh, that at least vulnerable population, so you would increase their risk in things like myocarditis and everything else for the sake of, a, of giving them a symptom mitigator, which is something they almost will never get mm -hmm. in the first place yeah. uh, when it comes to the, to the COVID. So it doesn't make sense. It never made sense. Now people in countries are starting to acknowledge the fact that it doesn't make uh, any, any sort of sense. And these guys are still latching on to this lies if it's just uber dangerous for children. This is weird, man. I, I would also like to remind uh, everyone, specifically our benevolent YouTube overlords, that um, we are not doctors. We are not trying to uh, give any sort of medical advice I'm just listening to, I'm looking at the data by way of the experts. I'm also back-to-back yes. -back champion, so I don't fear YouTube, but that's just me. Well, then you can come help us. I will, we... <laughs> I will. I'll step in. I just, just to give the disclaimer, go talk to your doctor if you have any questions, all of that, et cetera, et cetera. Yaku, go. Yeah, look, I think what this has revealed over the last two years is that we have absolutely embraced the God of fear in this country. Yeah. And the left understands that very well. And this is fear doctrine, because if they can come after your child or convince you that something's for that, surely grandma needs it and dad needs it, and it's, it's fear. This is why Biden said, well, we'll be in the clear if we're 98% vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So 80%, so is that enough? No, 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 you should still be very afraid. 
It's also why they can continue pitting the, unvac the vaccinated exactly. against exactly. the unvaccinated. Exactly, and this is why you yeah. get an article like yeah. this that's complete bogus. There's nothing in that article. Maybe even the last name of the person who wrote it is not even real. <laughs> she probably right? misspelled uh, that. Okay, and so nothing is real because it's all about fear. This is why you just, on that segment that you played, come and say, well, nobody wants to go outside. It's a bold-faced lie. Yeah. They're chanting yeah. your, you know, against you in stadiums, okay? Nobody is afraid to go outside here. Not even in California, for crying out loud, right? And so it's mm -hmm. fear. So the outcry is America has to break with the spirit of fear. These other countries, Sweden and these guys, never bit into the fear doctrine. True. They, they, we're not going to manipulate mm -hmm. and coerce and defraud our people, which is what a pimp does. Yeah. So it's pimp Biden. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is what this is. It's the pimp administration. We're going to coerce, defraud, undermine you, you know, abuse you with fear. Right. And so at some point we need to say, no, no more fear. Yeah. Danger is real. Danger you can measure. And we're measuring it. Go, this virus is not bad for kids. We measured the danger. I measured it. I took it. I go, you know what? It's amazing. My antibodies are high. Not dangerous anymore for me. So why would I buy into the fear vaccine? Okay. When I go in the, in, and I measure the danger and I go, nah, not so dangerous for me. For me. I'm talking about me now. Someone else with underlying conditions, whatever, you need to measure the danger and decide for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. But the fear doctrine says, no, no, no. 98% or we're all going to die. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to uh, thank our sponsor, Taser. So protecting your family is obviously very important. It should be the most important thing in your life right now. And while you do anything needed to protect them, uh, liberal states, if you are living in one of those states, it can unfortunately make home defense very difficult, defending your family very difficult. Taser understands that and they know that self-defense is important. Uh, they make sure that you have what you need. You are equipped with what you need to protect yourself or your family. They have a Taser Pulse Plus that can shoot up to 15 feet away. It locks up the attacker's muscles for up to 30 seconds. That gives you time to escape and uh, get out of wherever, whatever situation you need to and get help. If you pair it with your phone, it alerts emergency dispatchers with your GPS location as soon as you fire it. So you will have emergency on the way. It only weighs eight ounces, so you can carry it just about anywhere. Your hip, your bag, your glove box, your purse, your fanny pack, because I know those are kind of in style once again, wherever you need to. Yeah, I don't recommend the fanny pack. I do recommend the taser, but you do you. All right. Taser devices have saved over 237,000 lives since 1993. Get the Taser Pulse Plus today and save 15% at taser.com with promo code Y. Guys, I obviously am armed. I have my firearms and I still carry this taser. It is an amazing taser. I highly recommend it. It is T-A-S-E-R, taser.com, promo code Y. Supplies are limited and restrictions apply. You got to go see the site for details. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki refused to address concerns over the ethics of an art exhibition by Hunter Biden, uh, who is, of course, Joe Biden's son, just just the son of the president getting all of these deals and favors. I feel like if it were uh, President Trump, oh, wait, it was President Trump and his kids couldn't get away with anything, even if it was totally above board. Uh, so a reporter yesterday pressed Psaki on the attendance of Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, uh, President Biden's nominee to serve as ambassador to India at Hunter's art show. Here is what Jensaki had to say. Um, the ambassador designate to India mm -hmm. was seen reportedly at an event in Los Angeles last week, uh, an art gallery event uh, that featured the artwork of the president son Hunter. Um, the ethicists who have 
pointed to this arrangement have expressed concern that the president's son selling art could potentially uh, put the president in a situation where those who seek jobs either in this administration or favors from this administration uh, could put this White House in an awkward position. Should, first of all, what is the White House's response to the fact that the, an ambassador nominee was at this event? And secondly, should we expect to see more people who seek jobs in this administration attending events like this in future? Well, to be clear, we've spoken to the arrangement that is run by the gallerist uh, and Hunter Biden's uh, representatives that the White House provided suggestions for. I'd refer you to the gallerist for questions about uh, the event. And that's it. And that's all they have to say. That's all they have to say. Yeah. And it's and you know what? It's just going to go away for the reasons that you guys, I think, mentioned earlier on in the show, that there is no one with spine who is willing to hold these people accountable or, like, do any sort of digging into anything. We've got a couple minutes, guys. There's, just, there's, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. This is favor. Mm -hmm. they, they extended this guy favor. It's favor. Anybody in that position, even... <laughs> I mean, are you saying you don't think Hunter Biden's art is amazing it sucks okay <laughs> all right and and, and 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 so so does the ethics of this administration i mean there's no ethics here you can't even apply for a raffle ticket if you work at a u.s corporation if you have a family member mm -hmm. you know it, it's for the public you can't you can't play if you're an employee, you can't play. Yeah. No, no, no. If you're the president's son, you jack the price up from $5, which is what it's worth, to $75,000 for the art because you're the president's son. And why would we change? He only got over a billion dollars from a Chinese corporation. What's a, what's a piece of art? Mm -hmm. What's $75,000? He got away with one point something billion dollars. What's going to make him stop when he has the press secretary of the White House covering for him? Mm -hmm. You know what? You need, to, you need to talk to the gallery. It's got nothing to do with us. Um, no, the DNA has something to do with it. He's his son. <laughs> She's just like, Hunter who? I don't even know who you're referring to, Eric. we got about a minute. That's, uh, look, it's pay for play. We know this about not just this administration, but that seems to be politics in general. Yeah. Um, if you dig deep enough, you'll start seeing the same faces in, in familiar places. And the, the reason why she doesn't even respond or even attempt to acknowledge that is because she knows and she's cocky enough just like a lot of oh, people yes, that are in those is. positions to know that you ain't going to do nothing about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, go talk to them. Yeah. Is, is there probably a conflict of interest there? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Right. Nothing. Her answer could be peanut butter <laughs> yeah. and nothing would happen. She could say anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can you can tell that she knows that by the look on her face whenever the question is being yeah. asked. The disinterest. Is, it, well, right. And, and just the, the smug, smug like. Yeah. Like what you going to do? <laughs> Which, you know, I feel I. Look, I'm a woman. I'm pro-woman, but sometimes. You make it look good, though. Well, I'm just saying, if you're a woman who can't handle not showing your emotions while you're looking at someone, that may not be the best job for you. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying. Poor man's peppermint patty. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. It's just. It just feels so. Well, it's Friday, which means uh, my producer loads up some hate mail for me to read uh, and everyone else to hear. So here we've got one from Big Rich, who says, are you crazy? You must be one of those hicks that came out of the woods when Trump said he was going to build a wall in the broader. I think he means border in the in the broader. I know you are not Spanish. If you are. a want to be white girl. 
If you are, you are a want-to-be white girl. Well, this is my first and last time I'll ever see your channel, which I am very, very upset about because I definitely wanted someone like Big Rich uh, to watch my channel. So I'm really going to miss the one Big Rich who, sh- who matters not to me, who means nothing yeah. in my life. That's a really big bummer. Can this is not an airport. Tear? You do not need to announce your departure. Shed one tear. What just? There you go. Right there. Uh, we've got one more from uh, Sal Luna. Wow, this is heavy. F you, white supremacist. Wait, I thought I was just Hispanic. White supremacist, xenophobic, racist, bigot, pro-dictators, pro-Russia, pro-child abuse to Spanish-speaking babies asking for asylum. Mother effer. F you, Trump cultists. And then she had a stroke. That is heavy. <laughs> that was really heavy. But so I just got... But they, wait, didn't they just... I can't keep up with it. Can't. I can't keep up with it. Never I think good. last week I was called a race traitor. This week I'm being called a white supremacist, xenophobic. I. All right. Well, I'm not going to make sense of it. I'm not going to try to. <laughs> Don't try. I'm not going to try to. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.